Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio and just thrilled uh, as can be to be visiting with State Representative Kelly Keesling. Uh, and good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Great to be with you, thank, Ben. Thank you for being here twice in one week for me to get to see and visit with you. And um, I do want to talk about that first visit, but just thankful. I know, golly, I know your schedule's crazy. You got a full had a full week, uh, and you, you you've got a lot going on. Just thank you for taking time to be here at Stonecom and visit with us and talking with the people of the Upper Cumberland and. Because you represent the people of Cumberland, and we're going to talk about the people you represent. But I do want to start, Kelly, with uh, I believe it was Tuesday in Fentress County, and that is your area. And that's and where where is your line at in Fentress County? Actually, the uh, the separation or or the uh, the line is uh, Highway fifty two east west across Fentress and everything uh, north, all the properties north of that that line. Is uh, is part of the uh, House District 38. South Grimsley Clark Range area would be uh, House District 41, which would be Representative John Mark Wendell. But technically, we were in Representative Wendell's district, and he's been a part of these discussions. But again, I'll let you intro that. Well, sure, and of course, District 38. So you serve, but you know, I was going to get to this later, but I'm going to say it now. You serve a district, and we'll talk about that area, but you actually serve the all of Upper Cumberland. I've seen you work. You serve the whole state, but I've seen you work in all areas of Upper Cumberland ever since you came into office. So I'm going to brag on you. I'm about to brag on you some more. So we, you and I got a phone call uh, for the same reason, and and not not to get into just great detail because we don't know how it's going to go forward, but – Highway Superintendent there, Ryan Reed, County Executive Jimmy Johnson, um, reached out to uh, to us and and the Tennessee County Highway uh, Official Association, Brett Howe, and, and talked about trying to mitigate a problem uh, with the road washing away. It's a state aid road, and you are heavily involved when it comes to uh, infrastructure in our in your area, and that includes roads. And this road is a state aid road. It connects, uh, I believe, 52, which you said, and 127. That's right. Um, Glen Obi Road. So long story short, rain comes. When you're going down the, going down the mountain there, it washes out, and it's kind of dangerous. Kelly, in your words, what is, what was the, what's the problem? What's the issue they're wanting us to, to, to help with? Well, in part, you have just, uh, you've started to describe the, the issue, and it is. It's the, uh, it's, of course, it's a very hilly uh, area of the county, and, and we do have when torrential rains come, uh, it, it creates a, a large creek, if you will, almost river, and to describe a better description of it. But uh, this, this has been ongoing now. I think Ben, the, the um, Mr. Reed told us now for gosh twenty thirty years they've been patch doing patchwork and 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 to, it, it's it's time um, that that patchwork it's time for that to stop and let's get serious with this. So what we did is to to tell your uh, listening audience here we we sat down we made a contact from uh, Mr. Reed's office there at the highway department. On Tuesday, and we we made an, a, a, a direct contact with uh, T uh, T Deck, which would be the Department of Environment and Conservation, to address this um, th- this uh, uh, creek and um, and how it's affecting that uh, alongside the road there. So we've we've already had un- unfortunately uh, not too in the distance. Uh, 
past a couple of uh, fatalities there on, on that hill. And uh, it's, it's just something that we have just absolutely got to address. And that takes us on into uh, throughout counties, throughout Upcom, and for that matter, throughout the state, our highway departments. They, uh, they are starving, starving to death, folks, for um, to continue maintaining these our county highway uh, county highways, so we've uh, we, I think we're going to sit in, and I think we we're going to begin some dialogue this next session with your assistance, Ben, as well as uh, Brett House, our executive director over the uh, Tennessee Highway uh, Association. Yeah, and we're going to have to get some serious uh, with folks with on the budget committee down there, and those that wind up on that, and and we're we're going to have to get some funding to our counties, but more, in in particular our, our count, uh, rural counties, and those are the ones that you. Uh, your folks don't uh, on a daily basis. Yeah, and you're right. It, infrastructure for for counties is is huge for all departments. Uh, and when you bring in EMS and sheriff's office and fire and and rescue squad, if they don't have roads to travel on and they have dangerous roads, they got to get to, and it makes it harder on them to serve the public. And so. We're, we're hoping, uh, and as you said, it's a partnership and it's teamwork to hopefully find a way to help these highway departments out. You're very familiar with county government. You were county executive in Pickett County in the 90s. You know how highway departments work. You know the role of a highway department. And to me, Kelly, that's why it's vital for someone like you to be in the position you are. You understand local government, and you understand it just as good as anybody on the legislature floor um, because you've had that experience. Well, thank you very much, and and it is it's it's something that we you know you struggle with uh, daily uh, when you're sitting in that seat. Um, you know, you're trying to balance the the the, the flow of uh, the limited funds that you do have coming in, particularly with the county as as that that I served in Pickett County, which continues to be my home county, I might add. But but that does take us to uh, to my next. Uh, point, if you will, or bullet point, where uh, we do represent the five-county area right along the Kentucky border. We begin all the way west at Westmoreland. And uh, Westmoreland, they're, they're right there at the city limits, uh, That that's the uh, that's the Sumner-Macon County line. And we continue eastward along the Kentucky border all the way to the Cumberland, or excuse me, the Campbell-Scott County line, which is uh, not far from I-75. So uh, it's a stretch, but and and more so, it's it's a real challenge at, at times when you're um, – when time is of the essence and you're and you're trying your best to to uh you know to uh to make as many meetings as you can across the district and uh, but anyway it's uh it is just a um uh, it's it's a real challenge our um our upcoming now our, that our, when session begins or actually following election day we're going to uh, suddenly have a, a district of a house district of uh, just under, I think, seventy thousand. You may need to correct me on that, but I believe that's I that's, right. uh, that's going to be the new district number, and that applies to all of our districts across the state. In our case, we have uh, we have five counties: Clay, Macon, Pickett, Scott, and again, as we've described, the upper half of Fentry. So, uh, with that comes, of course, five county commissions, seven school boards. Nine city councils, a couple of time zones, 
Yeah, yeah. Which really, <laughs> yes. So you got to have some staff, and, and not that you can't handle it yourself, but you got to have a pretty good staff to keep you straight, right, Kelly? Oh, thank you. I, yeah, but it is. Yeah, I know, and I, I appreciate that. A couple of co- congressional districts uh, that we uh, that we serve with uh, with uh, senators, uh, or excuse me, Congressman Congressman Rose, and um, as well as. Um, uh, Fleshman, Fleshman. Sorry, yes, no. yeah, yep. uh, Chuck Fleshman, great guy, and then to, uh, and then two senators, state senators, I might add, Pody and Yeager. So when they did redistricting, Kelly, last year, did did you lose a county that you had served previously? Thank you for asking. No, fortunately not. Uh, and 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 although we were expecting to, to have to probably pick up a uh, census block two or three census blocks of another county that that didn't occur because of the growth that actually Macon County mm-hmm. Lafayette Red Bull and Springs Macon County had uh, it's just uh, amazing that uh, the growth that they've incurred so with that that offset uh, having to to look for that sixth county for so Anyway, it's uh, but it it's uh, it's about a three hour, just uh, right around a three hour ride across the district. Which uh, there, I think there's only one other district that's uh, a little bit larger than us, but uh, we're we're the only one with uh, a five county or part of a five county presence. I might add, uh, we're served by uh, four uh, electric cooperatives. I think we're the only house district served by five, uh, that, and then three. Telephone cooperatives, but boy, one thing about our telephone cooperatives, uh, we're just so appreciative of the service that uh, we have been. Uh, our, I think we're one of only two or three, uh, right for, presently in the state, that is um, uh, that we have uh, the full. Um, oh, uh, what do they call that? The uh, hmm. Internet, the uh, I'm, I'm lost. Broadband, broadband. Yes, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and boy, we're we're fortunate. Yeah, and so uh, and you've I don't Kelly, I don't know how in the world you you cover that much ground. I know how you do it. You're you're a phenomenal public servant, but it's uh it's it's a big territory as far as land goes. Three hours you said from end to end. So many districts uh, or so many commissions, school boards, uh, and you mentioned utility districts and uh, that. And the reason I know why you mentioned it, and maybe some people don't. Well, why, why is that important? Well, they need you too. You know, you're a state representative. You you work with more than just this local government you work with all aspects of the state and i'm going to brag on you again and 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 this reason i'm going to brag on you because you have that all that going on but like on tuesday when you first walked into the highway department and you sat down you you were aware of of, of kind of what the issue was but you wanted the details as soon as you got the details and and you understood there was a need you made a phone call uh to the state department they answered uh they stepped out of a meeting to answer you because they know you're, you're calling for important reason and you started it, it, it's your response was not this well state government moves at a slow pace it's going to be a while Instead of you responding that way, you said, well, I'm just going to make a phone call right now. I even offered to, to help you call somebody to call somebody. And you're like, no, no, Ben, I, I got it. So you got the ball rolling on Tuesday. We're already seeing some progress. They've already got a meeting scheduled, I believe, next week, uh, which I cannot attend because I'll be out of town. But, um, but I'm just going to brag on you because we're wrapping up this segment. I just want to brag on you right quick. You got the ball rolling. State government does not always move at a slow pace. No. And it takes people like you 
to to make it happen fast. So, folks, Kelly Keeslin's with me in studio. He's a state representative, House District 38, just went through his territory. We got so much more with him coming back after this break here on Local Matters. This has been Rogers. Be back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with State Representative Representative Kelly Keesling from House District 38. He he covered his territory just a minute ago. Five counties, and that's county commissions and school boards, utility districts. He's spread across two time zones, uh, and and serving uh, two congressmen and, and two state senators. So it, he's got a lot of people calling him for needs. But one thing I like, uh, Kelly, about you is you're you're very transparent. You don't have anything to hide, and and you like to inform people, and I like that. And so a lot of people, some of the some people may I don't have many, but some people may not understand the work uh, state representatives and senators do, but the, they think they may have a misunderstanding that uh, you're getting rich. You're, you're a millionaire for being a state representative. Can you disclose what the salary is for a state representative? Thank you for asking, Mr. Rogers. I Welcome. appreciate that. I, uh, it, it, yeah, of course, I will. I'll be glad to do that. The, uh, the current salary for either a House member or a Senate member in this state is uh, $24,300. Now, I might add that uh, during the, the times that we're there in session, and that primarily, uh, it begin, well, it does. It, it begins in January and uh, pretty much concludes by the end of April. But we're there uh, throughout the the week. We're there about four days a week. Go in on uh, in the afternoons on on Mondays, and then uh, we'll conclude on Thursdays by noon normally. So anyway, we're down there four days a week, and uh, we have to do overnights. And and folks, if 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 any of you are, and I'm sure plenty of you all who are listening right now have have spent or had to pay for an overnight in Nashville at one of the hotels, and it is not cheap no so it's uh it, it's a shuffle of trying to get that our, our daily per diem as it says three hundred three hundred thirteen dollars and get but again that's that's the the daily during the week that we're or during the days that that we're there mileage well mileage uh, we do not get paid any mileage whatsoever uh traveling to or from our meetings from home to our meetings now even during session, now they do pay us mileage to and from our homes to Nashville and then and then back. But uh, just to give you an idea, I know uh, I'm uh, I'm already right now through um, soon be through October when I last looked. Being where I'm already up to I think twenty two thousand miles this year. So wow. that, that came you know off the hip. Wow, that's a that's a lot of driving. So. Um 
you, you mentioned hotel rates in Nashville, which I I do a lot of uh, a lot of, have a lot of meetings down there. The state government rate currently in October is two hundred and thirty dollars. That's before taxes. <laughs> So when you get a three hundred thirteen dollar per diem, you you ain't got much to eat on after that, Kelly. <laughs> that that that's anyway. No, it, it's it's just uh, yeah. As I say, it's a real challenge. It can be, but and of course, you're spending a lot of time in your district because you know you you've got meetings. Uh, you know, you're here with, you're here with me this morning. Last night, you were in, in in Roan County for a meeting, and and so when you were in Fentress County Tuesday, I have no idea what you did Wednesday and and Monday, but I know that you and your uh, chief of staff. Mr. Todd uh, was with you Tuesday, and he said you're you're jam packed, and because uh, you're constantly working for your constituents, and you've got you've got a lot going on in your district. Well, thank you. We do, and uh, we just uh, we got, <laughs> this may surprise many. We're we're concluding our twelfth year, not term, but twelfth year, six uh, six terms this time, and uh, fortunately. Uh, for us, we we didn't have a uh, neither a uh, primary challenger nor nor a general challenger this time. So anyway, that only, this is only the second time that that's occurred. But we uh, we our our executive assistants, uh, of course, come uh, primarily have come to me through uh, our clerk's office. We uh, we have just uh, brought on a uh, a new executive assistant, uh, Todd Benny. Todd, uh, he's uh, very much. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, promise to him here, and we. I think he's going to serve our constituents very well. He's already got a year's experience with him, uh, or, or behind him, with uh, Representative Ogle's office. Mike, our former assistant, has uh, moved on up. He's taken a position with uh, committee, one of our committees there. So good for Mike. But you know, Todd makes number eight. When they come on board into our office, I don't know, uh, Ben, if we work them to death and they just get tired, or if they, uh, if they, you know, if they they see the, uh, other folks see a possibility and potential for for them in uh, other places. So, but anyway, we've we've been very fortunate. Our constituents have been fortunate to have uh, had some great executive assistants across the board. When we, I, I suppose, when we return, I can get into uh, telling our folks a, a little bit about the committees and uh, that we serve and and other things there in we, Nashville. We're definitely going to talk about that next segment, Kelly. I, and before we leave, though, I do want to. You mentioned Mike, who was your former, who went. You said went to a committee. What does that mean? Mike's now a full time employee for a certain committee in the legislature. A research committee, yes, right. He will serve in as a in capacity of a research analyst, and uh, of course, just what it says for for the committee. And I think it's the uh, it'll be the local uh, local government committee. Okay, that he'll be serving, and that's of course near and dear to your heart. Uh, and you and we are going to talk about your chairmanship of the state uh, government committee next next uh, um, segment. But and and how you and other committees you serve on. But I just want you've you've brought out some good points, Kelly. You know, session starts as you said in January. It, it concludes uh, sometimes April, sometimes May. Uh, I don't know what's the latest session you remember in your twelve years you you adjourning. Did you ever go to June? We. No, I have not. But uh, it, it was, I think, a mid-May yeah. date. Now, when I started CTAS back in oh five, oh six, oh seven, I remember June. I can't remember why they met so late. I don't know if it's when they changed the 
constitution for the income tax or I don't remember the the issue, but they stay met until the first or second week of June, and that was unprecedented. So you can only meet so many days right. every two years, and mm-hmm. so that caused them to shorten up session, and I guess early April of next year. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so that's I think it's just facts. But what I was going to say is people just think y'all work from January to mm. April. <laughs> I can tell you, folks, uh, the state senator, Paul Bailey, has been on here. And, of course, this is uh, Representative Keeveling's second time on my show, which I need to have him on more often. I've had Speaker Sexton on. And, and so all those folks, I can tell you, are working uh, outside of the months of that third session because there are committee meetings going on. I mean, y'all have committee meetings all throughout oh, the year, yeah. I guess, don't Com- you? Yes, of course. Yeah. And and, and as chair, and we're going to talk about that, how that works. But always talking uh, to constituents and, and always um, um Trying to get good phone calls. I'm guessing, what, before we break, what is the most often request, topic-wise, that you get, Kelly? Unemployment. Unemployment. And that, has that been that way for 12 years? Pretty much, yeah. And so right now, the problem is we got jobs, but we don't have people working. Exactly. And so I don't know... Other than uh, changing a couple things, maybe about uh, unemployment uh, compensation, I don't know how that how that changes. Um, but Tennessee does have jobs available, and y'all, as a legislature, that's been a big part of your agenda: is economic development, tourism, providing jobs, bringing in people to 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 see the state parks. And you're surrounded by state parks where you're from, and all that. But you are uh, – I love asking that question because unemployment is very common. Folks, we've got a little bit more time with uh, State Representative Kelly Keesling. District, House District 38, he has uh, served 12 years. He is unopposed. Uh, he said that – you said that was the mm-hmm. second time, right? That's yes. happened. Unopposed and with primary. That makes your life easier, I know. You don't have to spend time campaigning. You can spend time working. Exactly. exactly. And so he is unopposed. We've got one more segment with him when we come back in just a moment. Here on Local Matters, this is Ben Rogers again with State Representative Kelly Keesling. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with State Representative Kelly Keesling. He serves House District 38 and has been doing so for 12 years. And, uh, hometown is uh, Pickett County, Birdstown, was former county executive there. So very familiar with local government. Um, Kelly, we're talking as we close this last that last segment about committees. And I love, so of course, I'm a county commissioner and people that listen know that I love the committee structure. I love it on the state level. That is where the work's done, right? It's where the rubber meets the road. And I, I, I'm so appreciative of our county. They, you guys don't get enough recognition nor uh, enough thank yous. And, and, and listen, I, I mean that from the from the bottom of my heart because I know firsthand you don't. And it is. It, you guys are there uh, where the rubber meets the road. There's a lot of uh, a lot of so many things that come uh, in front of. Uh, front of you that uh, that take that takes research and and really uh, through god's blessing wisdom uh, to to analyze each and every one but it, it it's uh it, it's tough and i uh, i just can't i can't say as i say i don't want to sound redundant but i, I can't say how much i appreciate you all well, very I, much i appreciate that i think commissioners do work hard uh, especially those that that have a servant's heart and the mind to to want to do different but so you are uh, a chairman of a very important committee at the, at the legislature uh, and it is the state government committee so you how long have you been chairman of that committee we have been uh, this will make our uh, we've, we've concluded fourth uh, we'll be well we, we don't know uh, you know that's that's another thing that the speaker that's his responsibility when we uh, uh, begin session again he will appoint 
the committees. And, uh, well, of course, my, my hope is that I, I would uh, have an opportunity to be considered to return to the uh, chairmanship of, of the state gov committee. And, and, but anyway, that, that committee is served we uh, by four subcommittees. They are public service and employees, departments and agencies, and corrections. So all, you know, anything that comes through legislatively, you know, language that uh, comes to those subcommittees uh, or dealing with those committees, subject matter, has to finally uh, pass the uh, pass through the state gov committee. Some don't make it, but some most do. I mean, most are logical stuff. But uh, in addition to that, I uh, I serve as vice chairman of the physical review committee and uh, calendar and rules, as well as transportation. In the past, I have served on. Um, uh, infrastructure as well as uh, ag, the ag committees, but we're uh, I, I I do enjoy um, this physical physical review is quite uh, quite interesting. It's been uh, that's that's been a new one on me. This I'm uh, concluding my second year as as that or in that position, so it's been uh, it's, it's been pretty interesting. And speaking of, if I may remain on that that subject, I was just speaking with the treasurer earlier this morning or his office. Folks, I can pass along some encouraging news to you. Uh, as we go a year ago, now we're still, our, our revenues are holding strong. It's just amazing how God is blessing this state when it comes to revenues. We're uh, we're a little bit, we've dropped some, but we're still, uh, I think the latest number was 100, we're still on 130 million last month uh, above wow. a year ago. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is, uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's oh yeah, great information to know. Triple uh, continued uh, to hold that triple A uh, bond rating, and uh, I think there's only 13 states out of the five O that you know that has that. We have no. Remember, folks, no, you don't have to pay an income tax here as long as you reside here. And of course, uh, we're a right to work state, and uh, that's. Uh, uh, that's coming up, by the way. We've got the four amendments. Don't please everyone vote for those four amendments. I encourage you to vote yes on on all of them. I'm um, I'm going to plug plug that, but uh, uh, don't uh, do not uh, pass those by. Well, I'm glad you say that. Don't pass them by because uh, a lot of people don't understand them or don't take that. There's just a lot of language, there. and the reason there's language there is to let you know what exactly what it is, what it what it currently says, right? And then what exactly. the amendment is exactly. And you know, please go go to my Facebook. Please do, uh, and and I have uh, posted a, a thorough explanation for all four. Take. Take five, as we say. Take five, pull that up, and get in there before you all go to vote and, and pull that up. It, 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 it's very, uh, I think, well explained. Not that I did it, but, you know, that I, uh, I played off of another colleague. And, I, uh, and, and so I want you to, I want, you, I want the folks to take an opportunity to really, It's very important. Yeah. Them, yeah. Very really important are. to vote. And then very important to look at what you're voting on. <laughs> I want to ask you something, Kelly, on, on those subcommittees. You said corrections comes through your state government committee. Yes. So is corrections your biggest, um, out of those subcommittees that come to state government committee, is that the most, is that the busiest one? Yeah, think? pretty much. Yeah. Cause, cause county counties are always looking to it's, y'all to help out with. That's right. 
And of course, the state has their own Department of Corrections, and 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 so they're looking for the General Assembly to help out with with. And so I'll ask you this too: the at last couple of years, the Department of Corrections has uh, boosted up their beginning pay for corrections officers and and added in bonuses. Does that something that comes through y'all that you're well aware of as the chairman of the state government committee? It, it is. It's, it's subject that comes up, and and you can't travel far uh, through the Upper Cumberland, for that matter, across the state without seeing billboards. Up and and you know uh, they're they're I'll tell you they got some pretty decent salaries coming along now and we're going to have to we we've, we've got revenues now I I hope we can bump uh, bump that up uh, much more as a matter of fact because those those people earn it I uh, our um, our turnover rate to be perfectly honest with you is uh, it isn't the best. At any of our locations, right? You know, and of course, our closest one is is Morgan Correctional from here, yeah. from where we're sitting here at the ranch at uh, Stonecomb. Yeah, but, and so, and I'll add something else. And you and I haven't talked about this, but we can we can briefly mention it and move on. But uh, at the Tennessee County Services meeting a couple of weeks ago. The uh, state had some folks there talking about the funds that y'all put into place at the urging of the governor for uh, programs for inmates to reduce recidivism mm-hmm. at the local level. Of course, the state already has those. The state Department of Corrections and at their state prisons already has those programs. Now the state is offering funding to counties to, to incorporate those programs. They may be look counties may be looking at some of the state employees that are used to doing those programs and bringing them to the county. So, so you may be you know turnover may change because of that. Of course, I think helping recidivism is always a good cause uh, to try to try to keep people out of jail and get rehabilitated and get back to the community and to get back. But you know, employment. You said unemployment was your biggest thing. It's and it, especially in county government and in corrections, it is a and emergency services. Emergency EMS. services. Um, it's, it's, that's it's, huge. It's, it is. It's huge. I, I mean, anywhere I go across our five, uh, our, our house district, our EMS, uh, we we have so much turnover uh, in there, and it and it, and of course, it's uh, the more uh, the larger communities that are recruiting, if you will, uh, our folks away from um, you know the more uh, rural areas, and uh, just like well, and I'm not I'm not throwing stones, <laughs> you know, at Rand, poor old Randy Porter, our <laughs> friend, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's a good one. Uh, but, you know, and, and we find, I don't care to tell you, our, our EMS in Putnam County's had trouble keeping people because they're going other places to make just as much money, but less calls. It's less work. That's right. So we we're trying as a county commission to try to help with that by offering more money and, and keeping people here. But I will say that you have been a part of, along with the upper coming of the mayors, you have been a big part and your counterparts and John Mark and Ryan and, and, and Paul and, and Ken Yeager and uh, those folks of, of revamping EMS to help that problem. Uh, and y'all have made that initiative. And I'm very proud of that because it's very important. Well, thank you very much, Ben. And it is. It's it, it's very important. I might add, uh, speaking of uh, employment, let me bounce over to sure. uh, the average right now across uh, House District 38. Again, the five counties, 3.8. Not bad. Not bad. We have 3.8 uh, unemployment rate. But again, folks like uh, Baby Nove, those of you in Macon County and uh, Sumner County know that name, Clay, as well. That's a brand new industry that's come in there into the Red Boiling Springs area and, um, you know, a huge investment, forty, almost 45 mil uh, in a uh, outfitting the the uh, former 
uh, water plant there, Nestle plant. But uh, we're talking about around 150 jobs. Not there yet, but uh, they're they're slowly progressing to to get to, to reach that number. But we're excited again for them as they um, as they come on board. You know. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's there's we this uh, the, our Upper Cumberland is uh, first of all uh, the you know we. We just out, uh, we just outshine the rest of the state, in my opinion, when it comes to beauty. But uh, we've just got some folks, great folks, that uh, that are uh, administrators across our all of our thirteen county areas. I know uh, you being play a major role, and I, I want to take this opportunity while I got you cornered <laughs> to just uh, to express again my my sincere appreciation uh, to you for your service with CTAS, those of you that don't uh, recognize that acronym, the County Technical Assistance Service through our University of Tennessee. Go Big Orange. Thank you, Ben, Thank for, you. for your service. Thank we you, Kelly. I appreciate, appreciate those kind of words, especially coming from you, because that means a lot. I've, I've had the chance to work with you now for 12 years and gotten to know you and respect you, but I, I respect you because – uh, well, and I respect you anyway, but you worked with my uncle. Uh, I'm always very That's sentimental right. about him, and he helped you as the county executive. Uh, I wish he could have helped you as your as a new state representative. Unfortunately, he wasn't here, and I was here, so I'm sorry. I wish he could have been there with you because I know that he would have been a good help. But uh, I appreciate those kind words. Our agency does take pride in, in helping county government and helping our legislators. That's uh, part of our mission Absolutely. to help, help you all, too, whatever you need. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Kelly, thank you for being on. You are a wonderful uh, man and wonderful servant. It's funny. You're a family man. You 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 showed up just about five minutes late to Fincher's County of the Day, but you showed up late for a good reason. You were doing a, a respecting the wishes of your wife to go do something for her in Jamestown. Yes. And, and you come in and said, folks, I had to take care of my wife. And, we, of course, everybody there understood that. But thank you for what you, you do. Good luck this next session. Thank you very much. We're looking we're looking forward to it. You know, we got, uh, we got we've still got a lot on the plate between now and then but as we get closer to the uh, holiday season well, uh, well particularly uh, uh, Christmas we're, we're going to be meeting more and more and more but uh, uh, I want to as we close to all because I won't I'm sure I won't be back uh, here between now and, uh, and New Year's but again my best to all for a uh, Blessed Thanksgiving, a Merry Christmas, and a wonderful New Year to all. Safe travels. Thank you, Kelly. I do want to have you back after sessions over with, so let's do something in the spring, okay? Got it. Thumbs Folks, up. hope you enjoyed this. I've enjoyed it. Representative Kelly Keesling, uh, House District 38. What a wonderful man. Great public servant. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Remember to smile at somebody. It's a lot easier to smile than it is a frown, folks. Have a great day and see you next week.